Got nine minutes to maximize your travel and casino experience? Welcome to Zorkcast, powered by Travel Zork, helping you travel smarter, gamble smarter, and maximize your adventures. From airline miles and hotel points to living in the lap of luxury in a Las Vegas casino, you'll find all the knowledge you need to travel in style. Brought to you in nine minutes or less. Now, please welcome the host of Zorkcast, Michael Mason Traeger. Hello, this is Michael. And this is a special Zorkcast episode with Travel Fanboy, in which we're going to literally just talk about one subject, and that's the Travel Fanboy Influencer Things to Do in Vegas. His <laughs> top list never revealed before. So this is exclusive Zorkcast content that you will not find anywhere else maybe so <laughs> adam welcome back oh thanks for having me i always love exclusives or first looks even though it's not the first look you know you'll see like travel bloggers say first look but you'll see 18 other posts that also say first look so that's kind of what this is i think yeah it's like well yeah it, it's it's just like boarding area as soon as i drop this episode every other person in <laughs> yes. the, in our space is going to do their top vegas list yes yes Exclusive list. Exclusive. So Vegas, mm -hmm. what's, I mean, is there anything, you know, when you talk about a top Vegas list, is there anything that you have to do every single trip when you go to Vegas? Like something that is just, it's a requirement. You know, recently it's been Chandelier Bar. It's ever since I discovered it, I say discovered it like Christopher Columbus discovered, you know what I mean? I didn't really discover it. It's been there. But the first time I experienced it, I should say, uh, it's just a really, really cool place. And that's one of my favorite things to do in Vegas. Just have a really good cocktail and people watch for a little bit. And really, the Cosmo is one of the best places to do that. I think Cosmo and Bellagio are two of the best places to do that. But Chandelier Bar, their bartenders really know what they're doing. They make great drinks and you can get them pretty cheaply if you're just playing some low limit video poker, which is really, really nice. So for me lately, it's been always trying to get to Cosmo, to Chandelier Bar, have a good cocktail and just kind of enjoy the show. Yeah, that's I really think Cosmo mm -hmm. is special. And I, I didn't necessarily think that would be the case I didn't necessarily think that would be the case when it first opened, but I, I'm just, I just love the property on so many, yep. on so many different levels. Like to me, I think part of it is because it's not just about being a luxury property. To me, it's a quintessential Vegas luxury property. Does that sort of make mm -hmm. sense? I mean, it's like, yeah, it just, yeah. it's, it feels very, it feels very Vegas. Whereas like, I'm mm -hmm. like something like the Four Seasons or the Mandarin Oriental, Wal well, the Waldorf. I don't know. Okay. It's another version of a luxury property. You can get a great deal on it or whatever, but is it really Vegas? And to me, right. like Cosmo just has that. Right. Yeah. No, there are certain properties in Vegas that could only exist in Vegas. And I think if you're looking at like a luxury Vegas property, Cosmo is definitely that. It's very brash. It's very in your face. It's very eclectic. And it just kind of fits perfectly well in the center of the strip. And uh, it's, you know, it's close to a lot of the, the big places. It's at a great location. And it's for me, a really a good way to either start or end the trip with a cocktail there. Now, when I always talk, and I'm in full agreement with that. When I talk about like your favorite things in Vegas, some mm -hmm. of my favorite things in Vegas maybe aren't the best things in Vegas, right. but they, they have a sentimental kind of 
connection for me, like mm-hmm. something about like something that happened on an earlier trip or someone I met. So do you have any of those types of places in Vegas? Maybe you don't get to them any time, but you keep mm-hmm. going back. Maybe they're not the best or it's not. It's just there's just something about the space and the property that's special to you. Sure. No, mine is for sure the Luxor, which I think is probably towards the bottom of people's list to stay. But it was where I stayed for the first time when I was 21. I'd been to Vegas when I was, I think, both 15 and 17. But when I was 21, going into the Luxor, it was just like, oh my gosh, like I'd never seen a hotel like this, right? And you go in, they got the hieroglyphics everywhere. They've got the massive statues. It's one of those places that's just really, I mean, have that kind of open air and it's so tall and it's just like I said, it's just big, it's ostentatious. And at the time it was kind of over the top with the decorations, which I loved with the theming. And so for some reason, Luxor's just always been one of that property for me where I just get excited kind of being in there. I still get a little bit awestruck at just kind of the size of it. But I think sometimes Vegas obsessives, we don't appreciate that enough. It's just how crazy some of these hotels are. I mean, Vegas has some of the largest properties in the world. And so for me, Luxor taking the time to appreciate that. Plus, they give me good comps because I've now stayed there so many times. It's kind of hard for me to break away from it, even though I'm trying to. That's interesting. Did you, when Luxor first opened, you know, they had a Nile River cruise in mm-hmm. the property, mm-hmm. which I wish I had gotten a chance to experience, but I always, because when they were so themed, because I thought that was such a cool idea. I actually have a, a some decent memories of, of Luxor. I've been in there. I've been in one of their presidential or chairman suites, which was really interesting. A friend had a party mm-hmm. a couple of years ago and it was a little bit wacky. You know, my, my property, like my favorite, the one for me, when I was 19 years old, I went with a friend during spring break from university and it was Aladdin. Mm. The old, oh, yeah. The old, the old Aladdin. And I still remember mm-hmm. the room we got and I was able to talk us into a slight upgrade. It was like 19 bucks a night. And that was like before like resort fees. <laughs> so it was really. <laughs> yeah. And the coolest thing about it, the two things I remember from that, and it, it always holds its place in my mind. It's the first time I ever played Baccarat. So I played mm. mini Baccarat. I didn't know what I was doing. Yes. And of course you're saying, wait, you were 19 years old. Yeah. Well, Vegas wasn't so big on checking ID back then. Right. Uh, so, and I guess I, you know, I guess that like scruffy look helped me, but it was the first time I played Baccarat. Didn't know what I was doing. Won a couple hundred dollars, which was the biggest deal in the whole world to me. Like, oh, I for bought, 19 like um, yeah. yeah. I mean, I was like $300 I won. It was amazing. And then the other thing I remember so much from that trip is the best buffet in Las Vegas that everyone went to was the big kitchen buffet at Bally's. Like that was the bomb, <laughs> you know? And I don't even know if it, I don't remember when that stopped being a thing, but like that was, that was it. But remember this was, this was 1989. So goodness. I mean, I think this is like pre Mirage, right? I mean, this <laughs> is like <laughs> completely different Vegas. Yeah. So, I mean, like when you like Bally's was like a different kind of joint, you know, back, Mm -hmm. back then. So it was sort of cool. So what other, let's, let's move on with this. So what other, are there any other, Mm -hmm. I love your Luxor story. Are there any, like with the gambling relation, like any property that really like hits that favorite list of yours because of great memories or you just love the vibe to gamble or you're like, oh, if I'm going to go gamble, like this is one of the places I really prefer to play. No, for me, I'm kind of, I'm a gambling free agent, uh, if you will. I think that's really hurt me long term in terms of like comps. But when we talk about like even hotel loyalty and stuff, being a free agent can be a lot of fun. So in terms of gambling, 
Not really anything specific. I mean, I loved, loved Bill's Gambling Hall. I absolutely loved it. For me, I mean, I'm young enough where Bill's Gambling Hall is what I call it. I don't call it Barbary Coast. Thoughts and prayers to both. But there was just something about that place where you could be gambling at such a low clip, but you're surrounded by all these beautiful resorts. I mean, you've got Bellagio just across the way that you're kind of looking at with the view. And so for me, Bill's was like kind of a mainstay where I'd, I'd go there, I'd just have a ton of fun. There was, at the time, they had a poker room and I'm, using air quotes right now, it was two tables. It was literally right off the door, right off of Las Vegas Boulevard. And it was like the blinds were like 50 cents and a dollar. And so it was just me check raising, you know, old guys trying to low roll poker, them getting mad at me. It was like a $20 buy-in, you know, I'd triple up and I'd have 60 bucks for a 21, 22 year old. That was fun enough. And, but yeah, bills will always hold kind of a special place in my heart, but as sad as I was to see Bills go, I, I think Cromwell is a really nice property that I just have a lot of fun being in, playing some decent video poker. Their crap's usually pretty good as well. They have a pretty good crew there. Awesome. And I've heard that from quite a few people. So we only we only have a few more moments, but mm-hmm. I'm thinking uh, two things, breakfast in Vegas, dinner in Vegas, mm-hmm. you know, boom, what comes to your mind first? Where's somewhere that you like to keep going back to? I'm not a big breakfast guy, so that's going to be the, I have no suggestion there. I apologize. I'm a grab a pastry and a coffee and walk to strip in the early morning when no one's out there. So that's my favorite thing is figuring out what's the cheapest way to get something inexpensive. Although Mon Amiga B is a, is a great spot for breakfast. They have a great view from the Paris kind of overlooking the fountains. And then for dinner, I really like Libertine Social in Mandalay Bay. A really, really fun kind of small plates restaurant, great cocktails. And if you're doing the Delano, what is it, Amex FHR, Fine Hotels and Resorts program, or the Chase's program, their luxury hotels and resorts, that $100 credit can be used at Libertine Social at the Mandalay Bay property. So it's a pretty good value play, too, if you're booking a room that way. That's awesome. Well, this has been great. Let's just finish it off with, you know, First time visitors, maybe repeat visitors, anything else, mm-hmm. any real like, I mean, this is like the super secret wisdom that you've never given <laughs> anyone else. This is the, this is, by never. the way, this is, this is the hashtag exclusive influencer part. Anything yes. else you want to throw out there about like people need to really like, yeah, this is something you should consider if you haven't before with regard to a trip to Vegas. Really just monitoring the happy hour deals that are out there. I've got to update that post on my site. But happy hours, and I really can't get over staying where you think you're going to spend a majority of your time. I think there are really inexpensive options in Vegas, but they're not always the best options, even when thinking about how you're going to spend your money because Ubers, taxis, they can be expensive. So don't be afraid to pay a little bit more in a room rate to kind of save some time in your travel and probably save some money too, because you know not everything's surface level in terms of cost out there. So stay where you want to play in that general location. And there's, you know, there's so many good properties up and down the strip. You're going to find something that suits your needs. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for this very Vegas specific like list countdown, whatever we want to call it. So remind everybody, where can they find the travel fanboy? So you can find me at travelfanboy.com and then at travelfanboy on Twitter. I'm not an Instagram influencer yet, so that that's kind of in the works. Yeah, you got to do that. I hear. I mean, yeah. I, th- I I hear that there's a big pot of gold in that influencer thing for Instagram. So you know, you got to you got to work that yeah. angle, man. Big, big, yeah. but huge, huge money. <laughs> huge money. Yes. <laughs> well, thank you so much again for for entertaining me, Adam, and for being on Zorkast. I really appreciate it. My pleasure. Until next time. 
You've reached the end of your stay with us on this episode, but we encourage you to visit our website for more resources at TravelZork.com and to continue the conversation on Twitter and Instagram at TravelZork and Facebook.com slash TravelZork. Travel smarter, gamble smarter, and maximize your adventures right here on ZorkCast. Until next time, good luck.